Now then, and welcome back to Rare Eddie One Talks podcast. I'm your host, Rare Eddie One, and welcome. I hope you're having a fantastic time. Whatever time of day it is, morning, evening, night, whatever time of day it is, whatever time of day you're listening to, I hope you're having a fucking awesome time. Awesome! Yeah! On tonight's fun-filled episode, we are going to be exploring the ancient ram in a haunted ghost a ha- a haunted pub in gloucestershire it has incubuses it has demons it has poltergeists it has ghosts it has ri- witches it has everything under all under one roof let's have a look let's have a look at the ancient inn but tonight like on every every night i do this podcast i have a drink I hope, I hope you can join me with a drink, a hard drink, a soft drink, whatever type of drink, I hope you can join me, whatever time of day, I hope you can join me with having a drink, I'm not sponsored, but I am having Taurus Honey Flavoured Cider, this is Aldi's um, Cider, and it just, it sounded absolutely gorgeous, Honey Flavoured Cider, in a bottle, it's quite a big bottle. I'll be honest, the first time I'm going to drink it, and if it's awful, I'll fucking let you guys know it's fucking awful. But I'm going to crack it open and have a have a drink. You, you've got that little hint of honey right there. It's a 4%. You've got it is when you when you you first it's when it first gets into your mouth you can you've got a hint of honey but then the cider kicks in it's not bad it's not bad i I will get it again and I will have it again but it's not bad um so I hope you can join me with having a drink keep it to I'm going to keep tonight's episode to the same format as I did last last week, uh, one topic, but I maybe at the end I'm going to throw in my my naughty conspiracy list, but it's still going to be one topic and one topic. I'm going to continue this for for the meantime until you know people tell me otherwise, and and I'm going to keep it this way. New hat, I have a new hat for you all. Uh, no bad trips, aliens and all that good stuff. But we are in October, so let's get to some haunted shit. Right, for all you guys listening, I also film these because people really do want to look at my beautiful, gorgeous face. I can't blame them. I have to be honest. Look at me. I am a picture of... Well, I'm a picture. Um, <laughs> I'm going to put myself in a little corner for for you guys listening like I say, I do film these and I'm going to put myself in the corner because I will have some articles and stuff like that up so you've got something else to look at rather than my ugly mug. But anyway, so I'm going to put myself in a little corner and I will see you in a second. For all you guys listening, you're probably, what the fuck are you on about, you fucking prick? 
you absolute arsehole prick. Um, but yeah, I do film memes. I do put them on my YouTube and Rumble channels. So if you want to check them out, they obviously come out on the podcast straight straight away. Um, but I do leave them a couple of days before I put them on YouTube and Rumble. But I do put them on YouTube. I may actually start splitting them up on YouTube and having a few videos but that's something i've got to think about let me know your thoughts so the ancient inn has been standing since 11:45. yes there has been other parts of the building um erected um but the grounds the building has been on that ground since uh, a lot of the building has been on the ground since 11:45. after originally being built as a place to house the workers who were constructing constructing the nearby St. Mary's Church in the English county of Gloucestershire, the ancient Ram Inn has a reputation for being a hotspot of paranormal activity. So someone please tell me why this place isn't rubble. Why isn't this a rubble of ash? Someone please tell me this. You know, if it was me, and I, I joke, obviously, they can't do that because it's a grade two listed building. Um, but if it was me, I would go full Trump on this building. I would be building fucking walls all around it, letting no fucker in and letting no fucker out. I'll torment any fucker in that house. Um, but it's, it's very interesting that that this building still is a quaint gorgeous building it really is a gorgeous old building but it still baffles me why it's still there um with the amount of of ghostly goings on in this building that it's not burnt to the fucking ground um i will continue my notes the inn itself has the inn itself is said to be haunted by a number of ghosts including a witch who was allegedly burned at the stake on the inn's grounds. Visitors, visitors have reported a range of spooky occurrences from objects, from objects moving on their own and strange noises and apparitions. However, the ancient Ram Inn is not only lo is not the only location in the area with a reputation for supernatural activities as there are many other nearby places with their own eerie tales to tell. Gloucestershire is home to many haunts and ghost stories. Two of the most notable ones are the Woodchester Mansion and the St. Bevel's Castle. The Woodchester Mansion is a Gothic mansion that was built in the 1850s but never completed. It is said to be haunted by the ghost of a young girl who died in the mansion. Visitors and staff members have reported hearing strange noises and seeing apparitions in the corridors. The St. Breville's castle was built in the 12th century and has a long storied history. It has served as a royal hunting lodge, a prison and a courthouse prison. There's going to be a lot of negativity in that, in that area, um, especially being a prison and a courthouse. Over the years, many people have reported seeing ghostly figures and experienced strange occurrences in the castle. Some say the ghost of a former prisoner still haunts the castle to this day. Now, 
I will link a couple of videos of mine on from YouTube into the show notes um, where I touch on the stone tape theory. Now, could these two incident, incidences be part of a stone tape theory? I'd be interested to. I will look into the St. Breville's Castle and the Woodchester Mansion. But just hearing them two, and I wonder if... If visitors or staff members can uh, react to the ghosts or the ghosts can react to them. Because if the ghosts or the visitors and staff members can't react to one another, could it just be a stone tape theory just playing over and over again through high tensions and high stress levels? Could that be a possibility? Something I will look into, but I will link my videos to my stone tape theory in the show notes. I will continue my notes. A quick drink, not sponsored. Now, you might be wondering if there's any connection between these three haunted spots. Well, it turns out there might be something more to it. Some people believe that the three locations are connected by ley lines which are said to be invisible lines of energy that run through the earth whether or not this is true one thing is for sure Gloucestershire is a hot spot for spooky tales and ghostly encounters now ley lines what are ley lines I hope you're asking what's that ley lines some people believe so this is not a full explanation of ley lines, um, something that I've, I've put together. Uh, hopefully, it sort of makes sense. So, ley lines. Some people believe these are special places with high spiritual energy. Did you know that if you use a map, you can trace the ley lines through the centre of Stonehenge? Stonehenge is a fascinating place with a lot of historical events. Um, connected to it and a lot of historical events that we do not know pagan history celtic history you know history all throughout the 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 land Um, according to legend the energy from stonehenge flows through the ley lines to feed the paranormal power found at the ram inn plus there's an ancient pagan burial ground that is said to existed in the location of the ram inn over five thousand years ago cool very cool right fuck no hell no hell fucking no an ancient burial pagan burial ground you gotta be fucking kidding me connected to ley lines that are connected to stonehenge itself a crazy circle um place of worship for pagans are you kidding me um that's not cool it's fucking hell no that's not cool that is freaky as fuck but if you're down that way why not check it out why not if you can feel these ley lines you know if you can get connected to the ley lines to the energy to the paranormal energy of these ley lines i'd be interested to do to to know did you know that the Ram Inn is one of the most fascinating archaeological sites out there. It is located at the intersection of two important ley lines. So not one ley line, but two. It's a fucking crossroad. It's a absolute crossroad of ley lines. Fucking ley line, uh, 
paranormal activity all over the place. Pagan burial grounds. What more could you ask for under one roof? Which are straight paths that connect several places to geological and spiritual importance. These lines often pass through sites of great historical and mystical significance like prehistorical, prehistoric burial grounds, ancient churches, cathedrals and stone circles just like the, our very own Stonehenge. The Ram Inn's location on these ley lines, fucking crossroad of fucking spooky ley lines, suggests that it may have been used for important spiritual and rit ritualistic purposes in the past it is it's an exciting site for archaeologists and researchers who want to uncover a spiritual and mystical practices in of ancient times so if you're ever in the area please be sure to check out the ancient ram in and experience some magic for yourself i would maybe wouldn't call it magic but try not to get yourself paranormal acti activated. Uh, try not to get yourself possessed by some horny demons um, or fucking ghoulish girls. You just If you go there, be fucking open, but be sensible. So the history of the ancient ramming. It is a grade two listed building and was a former pub and B&B &B located in Wotton under Edge, a small market town within Gloucestershire. It's thought to be intensely haunted. The Ram Inn, built in 1145, is believed to be one of the most haunted houses in the country. Over the years, it's had numerous owners, including St. Mary's Church, Currently, it belongs to the Humphreys uh, family, who not only acknowledge but also embrace the ghost and hauntings, embrace the ghostly goings on and hauntings that are associated with the famous building. So, so uh, that's a little history. So, I'm gonna let you in on a little story from myself. So, the place where I work has a ha, i have witnessed and felt a few ghostly goings on from a woman's laugh from an out of body um uh, from a disembodied woman's laugh from a woman's laugh that there was no woman around to have laughed from boxes moving from from loud bangs well so one morning, I, I get there early, I, I open up, I, I, so I'm there by myself for maybe it, normally I'm by myself there for a couple, for an hour, till everyone else gets in, most of the times. Um, one morning I, I'd open up, I'd turn the big lights on, and I was just walking up, and I, it was a, I think it was maybe a couple of years ago, this time a couple of years ago, so it was October time, in the spooky month, and I, was just turned the lights on so it wasn't dark but i heard this almighty crash which shat, i shat myself i stood in spot i was a little bit froze and i was stood i wondering what the fuck that was tired and then i started getting annoyed with myself thinking what the fuck someone's 
either come in and, and started just letting all hell broke loose. So I checked the cameras on my phone and there was only my van in the car park and I thought, oh fuck's sake, what's gone on? So I wandered over to where the noise came from, the canteen and the toilet area and nothing looked out of place in the canteen and so I went into the the toilets which both had both the women's and men's toilets had the lights off nothing in the women's toilet looked nothing out of place so I went into the men's toilet turned the lights on and the dispenser where you get the uh, toilet paper for you know drying your hands that was the open was it was opened so and it's it's got a notorious loose catch on it so it wasn't anything ghostly it just un, it just got loose and opened and uh, it made a whole whole racket and i just thought that was very interesting you know some it's, it's not an oldish building but these old buildings do creak do move do you know pipes you know pop and crack and everything happens so I could have jumped straight to ghosts, but on investigation, I determined that it was just a faulty um, um, dispenser, and I put that to bed. But that's not the only um, experience I have had. I will tell you in a next episode of some of the spooky goings on in that building I have had, and spooky goings on elsewhere. But let me continue. So. Let me share with you some interesting facts from the form. The former inn has a fascinating history that dates back to 12th century, as we know. It was built on an ancient pagan burial ground, as we know. Why the fuck would you want to do that? I have also heard when they were building this place, they redirected a stream, which maybe didn't help with the uh, pagan uh, burial site and and the site was used for masons who worked on the churches uh, on the construction of the church um, and it's just strange things going on um, in that area later the church did take ownership of the property and it became the resident of a local bishop one of the rooms is famously called the Bishop's Room. It, the inn's original property was much more extensive than what we see today. So it was a hell of a lot bigger um, to what it is now. In the past, the inn was also used by priests to shelter slaves and workers who helped in the construction of the church. In the bar area, of the inn there is the remains of a tunnel system which is thought to link the inn with the local church with St Mary's Church. The property finally became an inn during the 19th century before John Humphreys brought it in 1968. The inn now is a private residence which the Humphreys still own. R.I.P. John Humphreys, who who passed away in 19, uh, 19 in twenty seventeen, who continued to live there until he passed away. Now I believe his daughter has ownership, and she does let crews and 
and people come in and have ghost hunts in the building itself. The once, blister, uh, the once Bishop of Gloucestershire, the Rev John Yates, is said to have tried and failed to exercise the ancient Ram Inn and was quoted in the Western Daily Press as saying it, it, it was the evilest place I have ever had the misfortune to visit. Bristol University, University discovered evidence of pagan sacrifices when a grave was found during an ex excavation the remains of a woman and child were unearthed with knives being found along the remains could these be say could this could this woman child be remains of a satanic ritual or a pagan ritual uh, i looked and i can't find if it more um more notes on these these two people that were found the, the Ram Inn is quite an interesting place. Many people believe re, have reported seeing ghosts and experiencing strange happenings. There, some visitors have seen a dark, sinister figure in the witch's room on the second floor, while others have reported strange mists in the attic space. It's important to note that some guests have felt the un felt a bit uneasy and have chosen not to stay in certain rooms if you're feeling brave you might even encounter paranormal entities that cause doors to shut abruptly it's definitely not your average house obviously not but if you're up for a spooky adventure go check the place out i, I would be up I know I'm not there quite yet in the podcast, but I would be up for future to maybe arrange a meet at this place, maybe arrange a ghost hunting experience at this place. That would be absolute fantastic. I would love nothing more than that. That would be that would be absolute banging. So we could bring some Jaffa cakes. We could bring some chocolate hobnobs. We could bring some cider, some honey flavored cider, which is pretty fucking gorgeous. And we'll have a, a jolly good old time, whether we see anything or not. We could have a absolute banging time. So, according to several witnesses, the cane that is suspended on the wall just outside the bishop's room has been moving, has been seen to move in a particular and unexplained manner. The movements have been observed by multiple occasions. Uh, by multiple witnesses on multiple occasions and it has become a topic of discussion among people who visit due to the room's already onimous reputation the room is said to have an unsettling aura and has been the site of several unexplained events in the past. So, the the Ram Inn itself is a centuries, fucking centuries old building that has stood the test of time. You know, maybe the pagan um, sacrifices has done well for this building. Um, but... <laughs> Quite a lot of England, I would assume, has pagan burial grounds, has Roman burial grounds, have mass burial grounds, because people have been living in, in England for 
over a thousand years now. Years, <laughs> many years. Um. Um, so the burial ground has to be vast. Um, obviously, pagans, Celtics, you know, Vikings. So why can't these pagan these these burial grounds have some? Um, uh, spooky goings on um, to people that maybe want to unearth and maybe change the the ground itself and maybe that's unearths these paranormal activities and makes it a fucking scary as fuck sorry I'll, I, I stop, I'll stop rambling and I'm ranting slash raving um, the site of the inn has a rich history pagan rituals and sacrifices which has led to a significant amount of paranormal activity to this day, which we know. The eerie atmosphere is further heightened by the fact that the land on which the inn is located has evidence of satanic sacrifices and burials, as well as pagan sacrifices and burials. John Humphreys, you are the man. I know you, you're not no longer with us, but you continue to live there to to the day you died, and you are one fucking motherfucker, crazy motherfucker. Um, visitors to the Ram Inn have been known to witness a variety of supernatural events, such as a such as dark apparitions of monks wandering in the bishop's room and sightings of many types of ghosts some of most commonly reported sightings include a young lady hanging from one of the ceilings and a cavalier the lady's identity the lady's identity is unknown but it is believed that the cavalier may be the spirit of a man who was murdered in the inn hundreds of years ago and it's also built on an ancient burial ground which has had sat uh, satanic rituals and pagan rituals. What more could you ask for? What more? So, the Rams Inn is subject to... So, the Ram Inn is subject to popular legend involving a witch who was burned at the stake in the 1500s. The woman was accused of not following the Christian faith as it was sanctioned by the government at the time the story goes that she sought refuge in one of the rooms of the inn before being captured and killed today the very same room is known as the witch's room and haunted by her spirit as one of the entities this room they can f so people can feel a sense of mystique and eerie atmosphere in the witch's room with the peeling wallpaper curling around the picture frames the room has a distinct aura that is hot hard to ignore the walls are adorned with old paintings and the furniture looks like it has not been moved for centuries. The bed in the room is said to be the very same one on which the witch breathed her last breath. The legend of the witch has made the 
ancient ram in a popular destination for people fascinated with the paranormal. Many visitors claim to have seen and heard strange things while staying in the witch's room. Some have reported unexplained noises, cold spots and even a ghostly apparition of the witch herself. Despite the spooky tales surrounding it, the ancient Ram Inn remains a unique and fascinating historical landmark that provides glimpses into a dark chapter of the England's of England's past. Now, another one of the rooms, the Bishop's Room, is a notorious room in the inn that is that has gained a reputation for being one of the most haunted rooms in the entire building located on the first floor of the house the room is shrouded in mystery and intrigue with many guests refusing to sleep in it according to local legends ghost of a dark monk haunts the room on a regular basis basis which has led to some guests fleeing in the middle of the night and even jumping out of the window in terror while there is no concrete evidence to support these claims the stories continue to circulate among visitors to the inn the room itself is decorated in a deep crimson red which adds to the eerie atmosphere of the place the low lighting in the room also adds to a sense of foreboding making it feel like a location where a seance might be concluded or conducted despite its haunted reputation many guests are drawn to the bishop's room eager to experience the paranormal activity for themselves One of the most well-known ghosts to haunt the inn is the old innkeeper who is often seen roaming the halls and staircases of the building. His daughters are also said to be present and it is believed they were mistreated by their father during their lifetimes. Another ghostly presence of a young lady who was murdered and buried on the property which I, have, I don't think it's connected to the previous body of the woman and the child. I don't think that's actually got any connection. But so the young lady was murdered, married on the property. Her ghost is said to appear as a misty figure. And visit, visitors often report feeling a sudden chill when she's nearby. The Ram Inn has been investigated on numerous occasions by numerous paranormal teams and researchers over the years and it's rarely failed to deliver spooky encounters if you're interested in experience a ghost hunting the ancient ram inn is the perfect location to visit here you can explore the inn's many haunted rooms and corridors to get ready for this spine tingling experience you will not forget which so We've, we've, you've probably seen the most haunted where they, they visit the the uh, the Ram Inn, where one of their investigators, Carl, I think his name was. No, maybe not Carl. The bald-headed um, cameraman was pulled and poked and pushed in the old barn, 
in the old barn itself. Uh, and then you got the, the famous ghost adventurers and Zack, who, who said he was had uh, experience with incubus which it, it he was wrong he he had an experience with a succubus which a succubus which zach was not the only person to have encounters with a succubus the the john humphreys himself in the room he stayed in had many experiences with this succubus so a succubus is understood to be a little demon in female form or supernatural entity that appears in dreams to seduce men usually through sexual activity the description of the same the description of these can be traced back to folklore of medieval times and she is of the demon the the female demon is said to feed on the male um, testosterone and the and the and its counterpart the incubus according to mythological beliefs is a lillian female demon in male form who lies upon women with the intent of having a sexual activity with them he feeds off their 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 hormones he feeds off their their hormones so both these demons feed off the 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 opposite sex's hormones now would you would you be up for a um succubus depends what she look like <laughs> i hell no i wouldn't want to be um have any sort of succubus or incubus um, trying it on with me fucking that no fucking way no way absolute no way and them two demons i will look at further in in another in another episode tonight's episode was on the the spooky haunted ram in itself um, and I really wanted to to delve into the the ramming. I hope I've done. I hope I've done it justice. Um, I there's a lot I've missed out because I didn't want this fucking episode to be twelve hours long. Um, I have missed out a lot out, but I will revisit this in a later episode and delve into some of the stories from the Dark Monk to to the Incubus and the Succubus. Um, to the the pagan burial ground it, itself, I will delve in. Um, hopefully, so on on a on a separate note. Hopefully, if I get to the levels I want to reach this podcast, I hopefully we can maybe have a group meet up, or I could maybe um, have have a fundraiser for for me to go and experience and. Um, and record and and see something happen at the old ram in itself because you can visit this place you can pay money to visit this place and try and experience overnight as well and experience spooky goings on and i think that would be a hell of an awesome event for for a group of us to get to to do that would be fucking cool but anyway, that has been the ancient ramming. I'm going to put me big screen now. You guys listening along, you're like, what the fuck are you on about? I put me big screen and I will rant a little bit more. I will see you in a second. So this is number three. And I was calling this my naughty, dirty conspiracy list. 
we found out it's not naughty and it's definitely not dirty. Now, number three, the Roswell incident was a Soviet aircraft. Let me grab a beer for this one. In 1947, an unidentified flying object crashed at, crashed at a ranch in New Mexico while the military has sub, subsequent has come out and claimed it was a weather balloon. UFO believers, well, they first come out and say they had a flying saucer. And then a day later, they thought, fuck, we need to get on top of this story. And they come out and say it was a crashed weather balloon. UF, so I'll continue. UFO believers have claimed that the object was, an a, was alien in origin and the military was involved in a cover-up. However, what if the conspiracy theorists are right about the cover-up but, but wrong about the UFO's origin? One idea suggests that the Roswell incident was actually a Soviet aircraft that was shot or crashed down on US soil. Some suggest, conversely, that the Soviets faked a crash to spread panic. The cover-up was, was, cover was to stop people from panicking that America's Cold War nemesis managed to come close to striking at the heart of the country. Definitely interesting. Definitely, definitely interesting. And it's something I would look into. Um, I will look into the Roswell. Um, I will look into the Roswell incident because I love aliens and all that stuff and UFOs. It's something I definitely will look into. But anyway, I'm going to put myself big screen and end and tonight's show. You guys listening along, you'll be like, what the hell are you on about? What are you talking about? <laughs> so I have to give the people what they want. They want to see my beautiful mug on this big screen. I can't blame them. This chiseled, chiseled, handsome hat is lovely. And that chiseled ripperverse behind me is beautiful as well. So I hope you enjoyed tonight's episode i've had a blast hanging out with you guys i've had a, a bit of a drink and it's been fucking awesome hanging out with you guys we've taught ghosts we've taught demonic possession we've taught satanism we've taught pagan burial grounds for god's sake we talk about it all little children scuttling around and dogs and you know we've talked all about that of the ancient ram in on a couple of crossed ley lines who, what more could you ask for? What more could anyone want from under one roof? A picture of me. <laughs> um, I, again, I would love to visit this place. I'm not quite there on the podcast level, um, but I would love to get a community or a fellowship and maybe have a meet up and we can go visit this place. That would be absolute banging absolute banging that would be awesome we could have a couple of drinks um or soda pops we could have a jaffa cake that would be absolute amazing um and we could just have a, a jolly good old time in the 
in the old British countryside. That would be fantastic. Or if you want, maybe we could go UFO hunting or Bigfoot hunting. That would be fucking awesome. But anyway, that has been episode 11. Hope you've enjoyed it as much as I've I've enjoyed hanging out with you guys. If you did, please, if you did enjoy this episode, please follow me on whatever podcast subscribe, subscribe, follow me on whatever podcast provider you are listening to. Please think about leaving me a review. That would be awesome. If you leave me a review, I will try and read it out. I, well, I will read it out on the show. Um, I, you know, 100% read it out on the show and, you know, shout you out as well for read, uh, leaving me a review. Put all big words in, baby. Let's have a go at some of them big words. If you didn't like this episode, I thank you anyway for, for listening. I hope I can change your mind. I also film these and I do put them out on YouTube and Rumble. So if you're watching, please give me a like and a subscribe. That would be awesome. Again, if you want to get in contact with me, all my ways of getting in contact, all the ways of getting contact with me are in the show notes or in the description of the videos. Um, if you get in contact with me on Facebook and shout out tonight's episode, uh, the ancient ramming, I will shout you out in next week's episode. I will promise you that. Um, but other than that, I hope you have a great rest of your evening or day or whatever time of day you're listening to i've been rare anyone this has been rare anyone talks podcast stay naughty stay rude but more importantly stay fucking filthy i will see you next week peace